whoever she is, destroyed your hammer like a piece of glass. Neo, before your queen. You don't stand a chance. I'm putting together a team. It's me, you, Valkyrie, and the big guy. No team, only Hulk. What's the matter with you? You're embarrassing me. I told them we were friends. Oh, this is going to be fun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Rob and Shane, brought to you by GimmickSync.com, your one-stop shop for culture that pops. You can find us there at GimmickSync.com. You can also find us on your favorite social media network under Gimmicks Inc. So, it's been a little bit. It has. We've, it's probably closing in on like, what, a month? Something like that, yeah. Man, that's ridiculous. I mean, it's only been like two weeks to y'all and internet time or three weeks or i don't know whatever get off my back <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> so uh it's yeah because busy our, though it has been busy you've been working like crazy our normal hangout weekend got postponed and just straight up like not even postponed just straight up canceled <laughs> uh for un associated circumstances uh i had a wedding to go to need to tell your friends to uh, schedule their weddings around our around recordings. our uh three listener podcasts That's right. yeah <laughs> you know what the jerk isn't even one of our listeners so i don't huh. <laughs> that's what she should have gave him for his wedding present <laughs> just all the downloads on a flash drive <laughs> give him anything. i drove seven hours to be there <laughs> Gave him the gift of me. That's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> but we also, was it the week before? We actually did the Ghostbuster thing we've been planning to do. For oh, that, that was that was absolutely cool. We finally got to uh, go out in our gear, which I've, I've been out in mine before, but you actually got to break yours in. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. Well, you had the growing up proton pack this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm getting there over time. I started with the Kenner Pack last year. We made it to about 80% this year. Mm-hmm. Sometime maybe we'll end up with uh, the full scale thing. Which apparently that uh, some people have been uh, shown online that uh, Anvos, like the kit that we had looked at at one time, yeah. has finally started shipping. And apparently that thing's not bad for a $600 kit. Really? Yeah, it doesn't come with the lights or anything. And then they immediately announced a better one that's coming out. Hmm. But, um, yeah, apparently that thing's not bad. So That's pretty but, cool. You know, I was quite happy with our stuff this year. <laughs> yeah. That's like we take a couple weeks off and what? Hollywood just falls apart, doesn't it? No! Crap! <laughs> um, GimmickSync.com has yet to be... Uh, uh, pointed out in any scandals, but um, we haven't started airing the podcast with Derek's yet, so <laughs> we'll wait on that. That's just nuts, though, because it's like you just see somebody like every five minutes. It seems like popping up in literally, Facebook. which some of them kind of make sense. Like you know, I've heard stories. Oddly enough, I've heard stories about Kevin Spacey before. Mm. Um, Harvey Weinstein just looks like a terrible person. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, some of them was like Andrew Kreisberg. Yeah, that was not little, exactly. That one sucks. Uh, Louis C.K. Yeah, uh, and which I had heard Brett Ratner stuff before. Right, but you know now you have Gal Gadot saying, "I'm not going to be Wonder Woman again 
if he's still involved in this. Yeah, I saw something about that. So, you know, that's that's interesting. <laughs> Seriously. And by interesting, we mean just absolutely terrible. Yeah. Like, literally don't. Like, some of it, and I'm not going to go into this because you're certain to alienate mm-hmm. somebody no matter which stance you take. Um, Sexual assault is bad. Right. Like, I just want to get that out of the way now. <laughs> yeah. But... You know, it does seem that, in which in some cases, like, Kevin Spacey was point blank, like, hey, I got in front of this, I, uh, you know, I don't remember it, but I apologize. Louis C.K. was like, yeah, this happened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some of it is, it seems like we're getting into a little bit of this, um, you know, in public opinion, you know, you might be innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. You're not innocent until proven guilty in the court of public opinion. Right. Uh, and we're seeing that with Netflix already pulling out of House of Cards. Mm-hmm. Um Already dropping like Louis C.K. special. Like basically anything that's happening in Hollywood is just like, nope, 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 nope. Right. You know, like we're back out of this. Like, you know, it's almost like they're just saying, yeah, sure, we're treating it like it happened. Right. Which I always wonder if that's the case. Like, are they just getting in front of it or is this like Netflix being like, no, we kind of know. Right. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and just disassociate ourselves from it now. Yeah. That's, I don't know, man. That's weird. It's just like, I guess they're trying to... Well, they got to protect themselves, too, in yeah. case it is something. So I mean, it's, it's the just... same thing that you had with, like... Like, WWE's been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. You know, Hulk Hogan drops a couple in bombs. Right. And suddenly, WWE's like, yeah, we don't associate with that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's clearly just we're protecting our own best interests. We're getting away from it. But, you know, in some cases, like... Which I haven't read a lot into this stuff. But look like with the Louis C.K. stuff, that was, like, consenting... Of age adults, you know, it wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, he attacked anybody. It wasn't like he went after a minor like you're hearing some of these other people do. It sounds like, no, he just did some stuff and, you know, now we may not have the whole story. We may not know sides of it. Or it may be a thing to where it was done in a way to be like, oh, well, you should let this happen it could be good for you down the line or bad for you down the line if it doesn't happen. So um, there's a lot of angles to get into some of that stuff. And we're not that show. Right. Um, You know, I was just, I was just scared. I was like, man, we're not going to have anything to talk about when we come out. There's going to be Hollywood is shut down. There's going to be two shows. (laughs) And um, one of them is probably going to be something I don't watch. (laughs) So, yeah, the other one's going to star Michelle and the Rodriguez. Other, the other one will be something you want to watch you just haven't gotten around to. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the stuff that'll get canceled. And, uh, yeah, I'm wondering, uh, it's like just with stuff like that, I'm wondering what The Flash is going to, you know, speaking of stuff we watch, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Like, true. I guarantee you that that dude's not part of The Flash going forward, you know. So. Yeah. Especially Supergirl. Yeah, because that was, like, those are... Where his basically everything past Arrow is Andrew Crosberg, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I don't think he he did start on Arrow. Like he was a big part yeah. of Arrow, but that's um like that other guy, Greg Berlanti, yeah, and uh, Mark uh, Guggenheim, Guggenheim, yeah. Well, hopefully somebody will step in and take over because those shows are good. I like yeah. Them. Which have you seen the trailer for the new crossover? I saw like a very quick thing that showed nothing. Yeah, I like, like I know I, it's World War Two planet. Yeah, it was. What crisis on Earth X? X yeah, so I didn't watch it, but I saw it was out. Right, so. right, right. All right. So speaking of um, Hollywood burning down, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into some news here. We'll keep this one a little bit more tightly formatted since you 
apparently thought our last episode was a train wreck. Dude, that was so hard to edit. <laughs> it's like we were just off the rails everywhere. Like a couple of, uh, one time the microphone just flies off the table. It's like, oh man. But you wouldn't know that <laughs> unless I told you about some smooth like, editing. It was. But, um, we still had a little bit of too much kick out of two in us. That's probably what it was. Because those, like, have you done anything with that episode? I have, like, when we were doing the Starcade, when I just got, let's see, who went second? Was it Derek went second? Yes. I've just gotten to that point where I'm editing his. Oh, okay. So. I was laughing because I've been, uh, like, where I've, uh, I've been sending Kim the raw files. Mm-hmm. And just because she has like a long drive. And I'm like, hey, you know, like she's like, I, I need something to listen to. And y'all haven't done a new episode. And I'm like, oh, do I have something for you? <laughs> and I laughed because that second episode, I've listened to both of them. Uh-huh. Uh, just driving around, stuff like that. Like uh, we went to a hockey game a couple weeks ago. And me and my buddy Andy listened to the second episode. Uh, just straight up listened to it. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I got about an hour into it. And I was like, oh, so we haven't started talking about what the show is about yet. <laughs> because it's almost like 50, 55 minutes in that second episode before we even bring up what the whole damn show's about. Oh, like, man. it's ridiculous. But in such a good way. Uh, like, it's... I almost don't want to touch them very much. Like, we're going to have to. Yeah. Because there's so much uh, ice clinking and... <laughs> Um, randomly talking about other ones going to the bathroom and stuff like that, that we have to cut out of the show. Well, you have Derek trying to carry the conversation from the bathroom. <laughs> I, I think, think I did that at one point. So, um, you guys just got to stop drinking so much. No, nah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> but, uh, the cool little uh, movie news, though, we have our tickets for Star Wars. Nice. So that happened. Like, I remember, what was it, the night the trailer came out? Uh-huh. Yeah, tickets went on sale or whatever, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get them. If I can get the day off, cool. If not, I'm not working. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to open a nice right. Star Wars. It was kind of funny, because I got on Fandango, and they would only let you get two tickets at a time. Really? Mm-hmm. It's the first time I've ever seen that for, you know, That is night. weird, yeah. Because I know, you know, there's a couple other people I wanted to go with. So I had to send them messages. I was like, hey, you guys got to yeah, get your tickets because I can't, I can't do them all in, you know, one transaction here. Right. But everybody's got their tickets and all that stuff. That's so good. We are. Yeah, we got some good uh, stuff like that coming up. So we got that. We got, um, we both got our Justice League tickets for Thursday. Yeah. Which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah. I uh, finally got excited for. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have to. Like... <laughs> I was kind of on the fence about it, honestly, just because of the actual Justice League. Yeah, see, I know you're stuck in the mud on that. I, I think it's I've been through so many Justice Leagues uh, at this point. Like, like the Justice League that you like is not the Justice League that yeah. I grew up with. Right. So you know, and this one is very clearly built around the New Fifty Two. Mm. You know, where Cyborg's a founding member. Uh, stuff like that. So here's the thing. I'm excited about a movie that doesn't even have my favorite character in it. So you know what? Get over it. Get excited. (laughs) What do you think about the new star Wars trailer? Um, trying to remember because I did actually make myself watch it. Um, 
I, oh, okay. Now I remember. <laughs> I was like, I was do we like, need to watch it again? <laughs> well, I was trying to figure out if there was one that came out recently or something like there that. There was a. Or, but this, some... we're talking about like this happened like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got some catching up to do. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, I dug it. Like yeah. the way I'm wondering how much of it is very clever editing mm-hmm. uh, to make it seem like oh, this is leading the story one particular way. Because right. uh, it sounds very much like you're going to have a Vader trying to lure Luke in scenario with Kylo Ren trying to lure Rey in to joining mm. him. At least the way that it's edited. And I'm certain that's a part of it. Yeah. It's, um, that's Mark what... Hamill was all over the trailer, which makes me happy. Yeah. Because Luke is my favorite character in all of Star Wars. He said more in the trailer than he did in the last movie. Yeah. So... You know, that excites me. Um, you know, I'm kind of hoping that we get a lot of Luke. Like, mm-hmm. I really am. Like, there's... To me, I'm hoping that we get a good face-off between Luke and Kylo Ren. Um, yeah. Or even Luke cool. and Snow. Because you can see through the trailer that it looks very much like, at one point, Ray is in Snoke's throne room. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping Luke's there as well. Yeah. You know, in some way. Um, if Luke is just there for like the first 20 minutes of the movie and then pieces out i'll be a little pissed off yeah but i could see that happening don't let him pull a uh brian cranston and godzilla oh absolutely <laughs> but i could see that happening yeah um but i mean it's star wars i'm gonna be super excited about it like i was excited about every movie of the prequel mm-hmm. until after i saw them <laughs> you know the difference is these last two star wars movies i was excited afterwards as well Mm -hmm. so no i'm i'm super excited i already know i'm gonna end up seeing it like two or three times yeah through the course of it being in theaters what kills me is everybody's online bitching about it and they're like well that's just that's online everybody (laughs) just every you could have stopped with everybody's online bitching and we would have understood but everybody's like it's just gonna be like empire strikes back i'm like good yeah (laughs) i think (laughs) we're the only two people online that aren't bitching about anything Unless, like, our set little tick boxes of things that set us off. You know, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> He's at the top of the list right now. He just made the list. Speaking of, um, oh, you yeah. got a hell of a birthday present announcement. Yeah, I am I may have to take a vacation day on my birthday again. <laughs> like that, because uh, it was so cool. Um, we just watched, uh, me and my buddy Andy just watched Power Struggle, which was the newest pay-per-view power struggle is kind of like the royal rumble it's where they announce like by the end of that pay-per-view you know where everybody all the main matches for apparently uh, all the crime is happening (laughs) batman is outside (laughs) (laughs) wow sure just i mean are we under arrest at this point (laughs) i don't know what that was (laughs) But um, that was like the white shirt honorary cop dropping by. <laughs> I don't know what that was. But power struggles basically all the major announcements are made, and you know it gets to Kenny's match. Kenny wrestled Trent Beretta, mm. and he gets to the end of it, and he's like, "All right, so this is he had the promo he's cutting. He's like, this is the part where somebody comes down, and we announce the matches. And he's like, so come on, come on." And, like, nobody comes out. Mm. And he starts cutting a promo in Japanese. And he's like, um, 
You know, is there no, is everybody scared? Nobody's going to come out. And then the video starts. Well, I had sent, when they announced it, I had sent my buddy Andy a video, like a link to the video. Uh-huh. But he never watched it. So I'm sitting there watching it with him and I'm like, did you, did you watch the video? And he's like, no. And I'm like, so you have no idea what's about to happen, right? And he's like, no. So I just sat back. Like, <laughs> it's almost like when I had seen Star Wars, uh, <laughs> you Force Awakens me. before you and I watched your reaction. <laughs> I just sat back. I have never seen anybody in real life mark out as hard. Because it's like, those are his two favorite wrestlers. I mean, I'm talking dudes like standing up, like yelling at the screen, like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's pretty cool. So, um, for the, since we haven't actually mentioned it, for those of y'all like, I don't know what these idiots are talking about. <laughs> um, so, Kenny Omega is wrestling Chris Jericho in New Japan Pro Wrestling's major Tokyo Dome show on January 4th. Ah, it's gonna be so good. Yeah, like a lot of people are aggravated that Jericho or that Kenny's not wrestling Ibushi, mm-hmm. which is one of the matches that they've kind of put. They can forward. do that anytime. That match, and plus, New Japan's not going to do much with Ibushi until Ibushi actually signs a deal, mm. which isn't going to happen because Ibushi is rich and doesn't need like wrestling is his hobby. He just happens to be one of the best in the world at it. <laughs> um, or that they're like, oh, he should be wrestling Okada. Like, he's wrestled Okada three times in the last mm. year. It's time to lay off of Kenny Okada for a while. Yeah. And plus, like, it's one of those things. Naito is the bigger story. Like, there's no better story going into Wrestle Kingdom than Naito challenging mm. in the main event for the belt. So, but yeah, a little bit of wrestling stuff. Like, that's a pretty good. Jericho just does what he wants now at I this think point in it. his career. So, and he can. Like, mm. who's going to tell him no? So I'm very interested in what he uses as entrance music because his video used Judas. Like there was clips of oh, Judas cool. playing in the. Did you not watch the video? Yeah, but I forgot it. Like oh. I'd actually forgot that that was the song. So I have a feeling he'll probably use something like that. But uh, it was. I can't wait. Wrestle Kingdom's so good. Which I sent y'all a message. You need to watch the Marty Skrull Will Osprey match from Power Struggle. Mm. It's so good. <laughs> Yeah, most of my messages this week, I uh, saw them, but they never registered. <laughs> I was in a whirlwind, so. Yeah, and that's not even daylight for you. Yeah. Well, some of it was. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, let's see, what other trailers? We were talking about Star Wars. Um, other trailers. We had Black Panther. Yeah, that that's out, got a new like one a week since after. we've talked. Um, that movie looks so good. It does, and it's Marvel's doing that thing where it's like, I don't know jack about this character, but I'm going to watch it. Yeah, and just, like, I'm more in, the funny thing is, I'm more interested in Michael B. Jordan than I am mm. Black Panther. Like, there's just something about the, like, that dude's a good actor. Yeah. Like, I I love him in movies. Somebody's already taken that clip from the trailer where he's like, I've waited all my life for this, and under it's like, to be in a good Marvel movie, <laughs> has him in his Fantastic Four gear, and then the funny this thing new is, one. If you notice, they always let Johnny Storm eventually show up and be somebody else in the real Marvel movies. Oh. It's like being Johnny Storm is your training ground for being able to actually get to be in the real Marvel movies. Speaking of just like weird stuff like that, I just thought it was fun. I was watching um, Guardians Volume 2 the other mm-hmm. night. And I like the whole thing where he's like, yeah, David Hasselhoff was who I thought was my dad. Right. And he played Nick Fury at one time. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, I was like, I was just going through uh, reading stuff the other night. This is kind of funny, man. Did you know there's like a blast from the past, like from where we grew up, 
still in existence out there? It is like, like outside? No. Or, or like out in the world. <laughs> okay. There is a blockbuster still active in Alaska. Yeah. I, I've run across that. Really? Because um, <laughs> like it's not affiliated with the blockbuster chain. Oh, it's not? No, because like Dish owns that. Oh, okay. And like Dish bought Blockbuster and shut it all down while I was working there. Mm. The guy was a franchisee and just was able to keep the name. Keep all the signage and stuff like that. But it's because like up in rural Alaska, it's like, it's so remote up there. Like that's in one of those places that everything has to be flown in. Mm. So they actually still do business because. Going to the movies is just not something you can yeah. really do. Or yeah, I think nice, like, good internet service. That's what. Is not that's something. the big thing they were talking about. Said that up there they don't have unlimited data. Yeah, and if you do, it's probably because they're on like satellite internet. Yeah, that's what they said. If you have unlimited data, you're basically a millionaire. <laughs> at yeah, that I point. would imagine. Probably with like a dedicated T1 line run to your house yeah. or something like that. But that was just so cool seeing it though, because like you know in the yeah, video, it's still watched, a blockbuster. People were walking in. I'm just like. Man, and they even, I think in the article I was reading about, they actually mentioned that Hollywood Video was their was Blockbuster's biggest competitor at one time. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of cool, because that's what we had. Oh, yeah? You know, like for, what, four years? I don't remember Hollywood. Didn't we have Hollywood, beside Walmart? Movie Stars. Movie Stars. I thought it was Hollywood at nah, first. Nah, it was Movie Stars, because I actually... Um, well, look at me not knowing where I <laughs> went to the video store. Well, see, one of the reasons I know that is because right when I started Dish... Like, right when they put me on the phones, I was like, I need off these phones and into a better job. <laughs> and I actually interviewed for a, uh, to be a manager of a movie stars mm. and tanked it. Like, it was just so bad. Like, <laughs> had no business. Cause the only reason I wanted to be a manager of a movie theater stores, I was like, I like movies. Like, <laughs> like I literally had all these grand designs of like things I wanted to do with the movie store. And I'm like, nobody wants this stuff. Like it's really just going to be like stock the new releases and shut up. Is like, that kind of like uh, starting a podcast just cause you like movies? Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, see, what, kind of, what kind of assholes would do something like that? <laughs> <laughs> I've got about as many views. We've got about as many <laughs> listeners as I would have had. Uh, uh, people in the movie and it's all our friends it's actually just Derek with 45 <laughs> accounts downloading Derek's like I was going to download your podcast but I heard you guys were a couple fuck holes <laughs> <laughs> he went and downloaded two other guys podcasts <laughs> fuck that <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh, dude, totally uh, random. Like, I had to email myself these pictures because I come across this the other night. Uh-huh. And do you remember when we did our uh, Blade Runner episode, we were just talking about a lot of comparisons to um, Fallout? Yes. And you were talking about Nick being pretty similar to mm-hmm. Deckard. Look what he's wearing. Oh, yeah. That like, was one of the first things that I uh, I never noticed. caught on to that. And then, like, there's an Easter egg here. This is on one of the rooftops in the city. Oh, that's cool. So, like, you actually see, like, I guess I'm glad that's a scene. looking for that. It's, um, I actually know which building it's on just because I've played that game so much. <laughs> well, see, I have too. Like, I've, I've put like probably 200 hours into that game close to it. I but I have to, I have to put this in the show notes since, yeah. you know, they can't really see this. Yeah, but it's an audio podcast. <laughs> you got the synth basically setting. Like, what was the guy's name? The, um, uh, Roy Batty. Roy Batty. That's cool. Yeah, like, I thought that was really neat. Like, I just came across it. That, I love that world. Like, the fact that even, I mean, the fact that you found Cheers. Yeah. In uh, Fallout. Uh, Fallout 4. 
Like I even realized the other day, um, cause I started up new Vegas a little bit and I actually found the refrigerator with the bones <laughs> and the hat and the whip in it. <laughs> I saw one listener. I figured it was. Dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we had two at one point. I wonder who that other unfortunate soul was. <laughs> But um, Derek on another phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of like I don't know. I was just looking through stuff the other night, and I came across that. So we're getting notifications everywhere. But um, also you'll love this. Mm-hmm. King, have you seen the Kingsman Still books that are coming out? Yeah, I was, well, I saw the one you sent the other day. Well, they're reissuing the first one to go along with that style. Oh yeah, but you're going to want to get it from Target <sighs> because that's what comes with it. Ooh, it's actually a Statesman Whiskey Stones edition, and it comes in an actual box. Oh, that's pimp. <laughs> so Target's kind of killing it with that stuff. Like you've seen the Stranger Things VHS set, right? Yeah, Tim actually picked that up. It's only going to be ten dollars on Black Friday. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which <laughs> apparently Best Buy has one Black Friday. Like every major movie I would want to pick up is six dollars. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, the only thing um, we got to talk about, because you sent me the picture of the Gotham Gotham by Gaslight Mm -hmm. still book. Apparently, that's going to be a Target exclusive again. Is it? Or at least it's listed on uh, Blu-ray.com as a Target exclusive again. So, I'm hoping they have the wrong information and are just jumping the gun thinking Mm -hmm. it is, because I hate getting that crap from Target. Yeah. Uh, Especially now with the idea I could just get it from Best Buy. Or Amazon. Or, yeah. So, we'll see. <clears throat> oh, speaking of which, um, I don't know how we'll have to do it, but those of you who are listening to this, uh, stay tuned to either later in this episode or some other time when we post this episode for a chance to win a digital copy of uh, Batman Two-Face, the new DC animated movie. Oh, yeah. yeah so, since we have that extra one. Yeah, I've got my extra one. Uh, cool. So, I've got a digital copy, and depending on how well that does, you know, I actually do have an extra Steelbook copy. We'll see. Maybe sometime down the line. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, we'll have to come up with some rules or something like that, but we'll <laughs> post it around the time this episode posts. <laughs> Speaking of DC, I know I sent you guys the trailer the other night about the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles being added to yes. Injustice 2. That's just cool. That was really Did cool. you watch the trailer? I did. Like, when they actually jump into the air and it's yeah, like the throwback it's the, to the old opening. animated series. What you got that? You had Raph and the trench coat and hat from the first yeah, because uh, movie. They said, like, I can't remember. There's actually a video where they showed off, like, the crowd, like, reaction to mm-hmm. the reveal. And... I can't remember which character that they said it was, but it was a female character that used as a saw. And it's obviously not Electra because right. they can't do Electra, but I can't remember who they said this person was. And everybody Malina? was kind of, that's it. Because everybody was like, uh, you know, that kind of just didn't really want that. Yeah. And then when the saw threw down, like you can watch the video, everybody's like, oh, because you know, it's kind of like, they're just, like, the ex- whole room just is expecting just, it to be Melina. Yeah. The whole room is just deflated. And then like the camera changes and you see Raph and it's like, everybody has that, Oh my God, really? <laughs> and then like, as soon as they all show up, like everybody loses their shit. One guy's jumping around the room, ju- like just hugging people. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good. I've heard that, um, like Ed Boone has been saying that like one of the new characters coming out was going to be a brand new play mechanic that they'd mm-hmm. never done. And then this comes out and it's uh, like Leo says, we fight as a team. I've heard that it's not going to be, you play as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. You play as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
So I don't know how that's going to work. I've got the season's pass, so as soon as it's able to download, it will be downloaded. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to check that out. Speaking of, uh, have you, since you've had the day to play with it, speaking of video games, um, have you got it into Battlefront? No. Um, because is it, is it's it, a dumpster fire online. Well, I mean, as far as like just reading like uh, all the stuff about everything being online, like the internet hates this game. Really? But it's all because of the play mechanic. Like, I don't know if you've been keeping tabs on it, but they're saying, like, it takes 40 hours of grinding to get one hero. Wow. Like, I mean, granted, that's going to be your higher echelon, like Luke and Bayer, I think, are like the highest tiered Uh money that you have to, or virtual currency or whatever that you got to pay. But um, they're saying that, like, if you calculate it out, it takes about 40 hours of grinding to get one character. Mm-hmm. And they were saying before you released, well, before they were like lowered the tier, like the cost of the characters. Right. Because they just sent that thing out. You sent it to us that they really lowered the cost. Yeah, like 75%. Well, apparently they also lowered the reward 75%. So they didn't do anything. They just made it cost less. Mm. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that sucks. Because everybody was like, oh, well, it's down 75%. You only got to do a quarter of the work you used to. No, you still got to do all the work. Mm. But uh, I think they said before at the original price tier, to get all the characters would have cost, if you were one of them that just paid for it, mm. $250. Jesus Christ. And even now, I think it still costs another 60 on top of the game. So it's... That's eh, one of those. I'll like, I basically just bought that game for the story. Right. Because I, I was sold on the trailer. And one so, thing I also I've heard is it's only like five hours long. I am. Yeah, but that's, I've kind of expect that. Really? Because like, the old Battlefront games, they were yeah. the same. So Gotcha. I mean, that's... I just want to play Star Wars. I yeah. haven't actually paid full price for a game this year. So I figured... Yeah. I was like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and get one. And plus, I mean, the way that we've got it worked out. I'm just, yeah, I'm just so excited about Star Wars now. Yeah. I get it, so. No, I'm excited about it. Like, I'll probably go home and bust into it tonight. Because you know me, multiplayer, I can't. Yeah. I'm terrible at those games. Like, co-op, online co-op, that's fun. Mm -hmm. You know, like we did with Assassin's Creed, me and you and Derek just running around. Like, actually planning out, like, how to take people down and stuff like that. That was so fun. Like, stuff like that's so fun. Like, that... Um, GTA, we have GTA, we have a blast. Minecraft, we've had a blast in. Well, I used to. Yeah, well, <laughs> I got thinking about it, dude. I haven't even touched Minecraft in almost two months. Me this might was, be my longest stretch of not playing. Me Minecraft. and Derek was talking about it the other night, and I was like, you know what? I could probably put the the kibosh on this and be good. I'll be back in it. Like <laughs> I, I can't. That's I love that game. Yeah, and there's so much that I haven't done with that game and stuff like that. But, um. Which is weird, since I've played it for almost a month and a half, real time, mm-hmm. <laughs> straight. But, I don't know. I could be alright with it. Um, alright, so out of video game news, what else we got? Yeah, the only thing I had left there that you got I... nine had... pages of well, notes that over was there, a... and you got... Did you see the Star Wars trailer? <laughs> like, really? Is that just... Is it yeah, like it's... The Shining, and it just says Star Wars trailer <laughs> over and over again? Yeah. For no, that was a write-up that was from... You can... This... <laughs> Star Wars trailer. <laughs> well, this is this is something you gotta use nine pages of the book Stargate. That's true. That being said, which, you had a lot of Stargate on that, which y'all will eventually get to hear sometime. Maybe did a damn good job. You did, <laughs> but no, it was just the. Uh, here, you can read it if you want. I read your news. <laughs> you drive the show. That's All a, right. One about the dark universe. 
It's now been reported that two producers in charge of the franchise's creative direction have quit entirely. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Alec Kurtzman and Chris Morgan have left to focus on other projects. Kurtzman is heavily involved with TV, including Star Trek Discovery, lame, while Morgan is writing the Fast and the Furious spinoff, which will star Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham. Eh. In a statement, Universal President of Production Peter Kramer said, We've learned many lessons throughout the creative process. <laughs> We've learned nobody wants the dark universe is what we've learned. We've tried twice. Third time's the charm. And we're viewing these titles as filmmaker-driven vehicles, each with their own distinct vision, so not a universe. We're not rushing to meet a release date, and we'll move forward with these films when we feel that they're the best versions of themselves. Whatever happens, there's no denying that this situation is a mess for Universal. Launch of blah, blah, blah. No Mummy Avengers. All right. <laughs> no Mummy Avengers. Um, first sign, Dark Universe was in trouble came last month when Bride of Frankenstein director Bill Condon denied that the film was connected to it. He's like, no. It has nothing to do with anything else. Nothing. Zero, he told Collider. Shortly after this, Universal canceled pre-production and <laughs> Yeah. Like this has nothing to do with the other universe, and Universal was like, "Then you're not going to be able to make it, bitch." Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's like, like I said at the end of that episode, not everything needs a shared universe. It doesn't, and I'm, and don't get me wrong, there's part of me that wants to see what the Mummy Avengers <laughs> was going to be. Um, like I wanted, I didn't want to see it in the theater. I wanted to sit back and <laughs> kind of like the documentary. I of wanted a, to see the trailer. Yeah, to the Mummy Avengers. No, it's kind of like the documentary of a Kevin Smith's failed oh, yeah, Superman yeah. movie. Like to see yeah. what could have been. Yeah. Well, my whole thing was like, like, because if we can go back to that episode and talk about it, um, but we had no idea what they were setting up. Like, who was going to be the Mummy Iron Man? Tom Cruise? Like. <laughs> So there's that part of me that's like, I kind of wish that I'd got to see what the Mummy Avengers was going to be. But now it's not going to be anything. (laughs) And you know what? Oh, well. That's fine. I don't care. But we last time we went to the theater, at least we saw a good movie. We did. And that movie was the Emoji Movie. I don't know where in the (laughs) hell you were, what theater you were in. I know they're putting in new seats and redoing the theater, but you may have wandered into a different one. There was a dude sat, There was a dude that looked like you sitting close to me. That's all I know. But one seat apart. <laughs> but they finally got Thor right. Ah, they did. They did. They finally made me care about that character. See, and that's the thing. I know like a lot of people, they say that Thor was the weakest character in the MCU, uh-huh. which I think he was. Uh-huh. I didn't hate the movies. No. I just didn't care about them. I, I've, it was more of a responsibility to watch the movie to get to the next one. You know, I've seen the first Thor I've only seen twice. Mm-hmm. And that Same was here. the time I saw it in theaters and leading into the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And the second Thor I've not seen since Sense. it came out in theaters. So, yeah, they those are the two weakest movies. Yeah, like I said. Thor was- 2 is the worst movie in the Marvel Universe. Like... Yeah. It's just not engaging in any way. No, it's really not. Like, I honestly can't remember anything about that movie other than... I remember Red Cloud. Yeah, that, and it's supposed to be one of the Infinity Stones. I don't remember which one. I don't either. And then they wasted Christopher Eggleston. Yes. And that's... Loki died but didn't die for the... 
yeah. 16th time. You know what? This is the first one that didn't have uh, What's-Her-Face in it, so Kira Knightley. So I think that's... Who? Was she not in this one? Kira Knightley's never been in All Thor. Right. Who was, who's Thor's girlfriend? Natalie Portman. <laughs> not Kira Knightley. Anakin's wife. <laughs> oh, God. That right there is the problem. <laughs> You know what, Padme? You are fu- you are going down a path I can't follow. You know why she wasn't in this movie, right? Because um, she's terrible. She lost her will to film. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like of her terrible things. They said you filmed good movies. <laughs> You're the chosen one, Thor. <laughs> Oh, Thor is definitely the chosen one after uh, after this movie. I had so much fun with this yeah. movie. Well, you went so far as to say it's your new favorite Marvel. movie, It is didn't my you? favorite Marvel movie. Like it beat out Guardians One and Iron Man handily. Like I don't know if I can make that claim yet, but it's up there. Like it's it's really fighting for a top spot. Right. I just, I'm gonna have to sit down and actually figure it out. Like, I just still like Guardians. Like, right. I just love that movie. And I think a lot of it does have to do with the cast. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like, Guardians like Guardians and Iron Man, like, Guardians is my number three in the Marvel <clears> movies. <throat> and it's a very close race with it and Iron Man. Um, because, and it's funny, like, my top three movies are just because they're fun movies. Mm. Like, really doesn't even have, yeah, the humor and stuff like that's a big part of it. But it's like, not really. They're just fun. Yeah. And... You know, that's a big thing with this one is just, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's a lot of, because within the last month and a half, I've seen every movie that the new director, Taika Waititi, has made. Uh So I'm just really, like, zoned in on that dude's comedy presence Mm. right now. He's the best decision Marvel's ever made. It's almost like they've taken that movie... Like, me and Derek was talking about this the other night because he said he finally watched Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, gotcha. And he said that he just loves it and he can't figure out why. And I was like, well, I was like, I like, you know, like, you know, Iron Man probably is still within... If it comes down between Iron Man Guardians and Thor, Mm -hmm. like, 3 right now, I can't tell you which one I like the best. Yeah. I'd have to really sit down and think about this. But those are my top three movies. Mm -hmm. But I was telling Derek, I was like, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming is really good because I see it as... A good companion piece to the Iron Man trilogy. Yeah. Because, you know, you bring in Happy, you bring in Pepper, you bring in, you know, Tony basically as being the um, Bruce Wayne character to a Terry McGinnis. I was like, I just like a lot of stuff about that. So, like, I think this Thor movie is kind of like the companion piece to the Guardians. In a lot of ways, Because it's kind of like they're bringing it together and, I mean, let's call it what it was. It was a backdoor Planet Hulk movie. (laughs) In a lot of ways, yeah. But it's, to me, it was just... Guardians has got this really interesting space. Like, I don't know. It's, it's Guardians has almost been like funny Star Wars mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Thor just went in, like, jumped in, not even both feet, just jumped in cannonball style without a life preserver. And mm-hmm. was like, we're going to crank up the space opera stuff. We're going to throw in... A bunch of weird fantasy stuff. We're going to basically make this movie look exactly like a Jack Kirby comic. Mm-hmm. And just weird gimmicks on heads. Like, you know, um, 
Like one of the things that I it, I marked out when I saw the title treatment, like the title comes up and it's that weird Kirby design, like in the letters and yeah. stuff. And like, that's the best way I can explain it. It's like, they just, they went super funny with it, which is the way that this new director, like this director is so good at getting humor and heart. Mm. Like the best one of his movies that he's done is this movie called hunt for the wilder people. Mm. And that movie by the end of it, like you just absolutely love the characters but it takes you a while to get there and they have to grow on you and it gets you there because of humor and fun situations but then kind of hits you with a lot of the heart and Uh. that stuff and you get that with this movie like yeah it opens up and you've got smart ass thor you know doing the whole where he's chained upside down like he keeps rotating (laughs) around and stuff like that but then like one of the best parts of the movie is when he's just sitting there with Hulk, like, and they're kind of commenting on, like, what's going on in their world uh-huh. a little bit. And it's like, now you kind of get into this moment of, like, no, you understand where Thor's coming from. You understand where Hulk's coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, it's just, I cannot rave about this movie enough. I was reading something and they were talking about, um, what was the character that the director voiced? Korg. Korg. They were actually saying that he was the big rock monster at the beginning of Thor 2. Mm-hmm. And since they never named him, they were like, eh, we're just going to change that. We're going to use him in this movie. And I was reading about that. I was reading, uh, apparently they had written uh, the Grandmaster's mannerisms and tone for Jeff Goldblum. Because mm. they were like, hey, you're going to be Jeff Goldblum, but turn it up to like a thousand, which right. he did. Which is Jeff Goldblum. And they said like halfway through, like, you know, they, they had a done as far as writing it and they were getting ready to go film and they thought they were going to lose jeff goldblum Hmm. for like another contract or something oh gotcha and like some scheduling conflict or something like that so the movie almost had a small you know crisis on its hands because they said that they were going to have to redo that character you know to match whatever actor they got because they didn't want somebody playing like trying to play jeff goldblum but they said they were able to get him back the last minute so they didn't have to go into the whole rewriting process well, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Hayes is another one just completely steals the movie. Like, there's so many characters. Because the funny thing is, I read with uh, the Korg character, like I said, he wasn't even really supposed to be much of anything. Mm. And from what I'd read on that one, it was apparently just him playing around on set. And <laughs> Chris Hemsworth being like, why don't you do this in the movie? And so they just worked it in. And he becomes a character, like this sideline character that just gets thrown in as an afterthought joke, steals the movie. Like, like he's the one of the best parts of the movie, and it's awesome every time he shows up. <laughs> I was like, what was the other thing uh, we read? Oh, with uh, Kevin Smith being the reason that yeah. he decided to change up, you know, Thor's image and mm-hmm. his tone and stuff like that. I was like, that's pretty neat. But one of the things that got me is like, because you see, like, it's a very funny movie. Thor is definitely... If you've seen the um, Team Thor shorts mm-hmm. with him, what's happening during Civil War and why he's not a part of Civil War and all this yeah. stuff, that's the same Thor we've got. It's almost like just clueless, like, silly Thor. Mm-hmm. But there at the end, when he's having that fight with Kate Blanchett, like... He's just a badass. Yeah. And like the movie has some of the best fights in a comic book mm. movie I've seen because it's not afraid to go silly. Yeah. Like, and I mean, 
not funny wise, but just, no, there's so much weird crap happening <laughs> and it's just so good. Like everybody in this movie is good. Like Carl Urban's character yeah. is, you know, a nobody kind of character, but mm-hmm. again, there's so many p- people in this movie that steal the show. Well, see, also another another thing that I was kind of thinking about with uh, Thor is, you know, he's kind of like Superman in that he's kind of hard to write for because he's basically indestructible, right? For you know the most part, and like I've always said, like I pick on Derek a lot because I'm always like Superman's only interesting when he's playing with other characters. Gotcha. They kind of did the same thing with Thor. Have actually have putting a team together with Hulk and. Um, what was it, Valkyrie? Yeah. Loki and he Well, I think it's it's not so much that I think Thor's only interesting with other characters, because I don't even think that about Superman. I just think a lot of people have very, a lot of trouble writing Superman. Mm. Um But with Thor, it's because that Norse mythology is so cool. Mm. You have to have other characters with thor yeah like thor's almost not just a well you can only have thor like you kind of have to have the package deal like, well, that's what if I'm you've saying. got like, thor you have to have loki you have to yeah. have the rest of this pantheon of gods so it almost like be making making a zeus movie and he's the only character mm. in it you know so i think that's a big thing but i think this time they really learned how to play with all these other characters yeah. properly. They're not just, oh, there's these other characters there and Thor interacts with them sometimes. Yeah. It's like, they made you care why Thor has to interact with them. And it's like, I think my biggest surprise, because I either had forgotten about or just did not know at all that Doctor Strange was going to be in the movie. Oh, yeah. And like, I just love that whole scene. <laughs> well, apparently that was one because we'd mentioned it back when we did our uh, on the old YouTube show mm-hmm. with Doctor Strange. You know him showing up as the in the stinger, yeah. Which and that was just this scene. Put the stinger. That was like the extended version of the yeah. stinger in this movie. And apparently, what that was was at the end of filming Doctor Strange, Taika Waititi was like, "Why don't you let me film real quick and just knock that scene out?" Real oh, quick. that's pretty cool. <laughs> I just love that Loki. He's like, I've been falling for thirty minutes. <laughs> oh, I like it. Not to, I hate giving stuff away, but hopefully people were far enough into it where people have seen it now. But when he when Hulk grabs Thor and ragdolls him, and like Loki jumps up, and he's like, like yes! "Yes, now you know how it feels." <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> and uh, it was. I was actually I saw something else too about. Um, one of the kids from the Make-A-Wish Foundation mm-hmm. suggested that I saw something like that. he's a friend from work. I was like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> but, God, I just love that movie. It's so fun. Like, I've actually already got the Steelbook pre-ordered. Oh, really? Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm not even taking a chance not getting this one. Because, remember Thor 2? Thor 2 was the first one that was like... That's the reason that I'm, I haven't been super... Like, I have to have all these. And like, mm-hmm. you know, because I didn't get Thor. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, this one, I might have to get, like, the best version of this one possible. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. Because this one, uh, I'm shocked I haven't actually went and seen it again. Like, just because, like, my buddy Josh is real big into Taika Waititi, and he really likes, like, Thor's his favorite comic book character when he does get into him and uh, stuff. Okay. And I come in, and I was like, dude, we have to go see this. Like, <laughs> I want to see it again. 
and you're going to dig it. Like, because he's the reason I know who the director is. Mm. Like, I mean, I'd seen uh, What We Do in Shadows. I saw that because I'm a real big fan of Flight of the Concords. Mm. But the other two, Boy and Hunt for the Wilder People, I hadn't seen, even heard of those. And he showed me those. God, that dude's such a good director. Like, So, what is the next Marvel movie? Is it? Uh, Black Panther. Oh, okay. That's before Avengers? It's February. So when's Avengers? Uh, May. Oh, okay. So that's... Okay. Hey, I, can, I couldn't remember. Hey, they finally addressed the... Uh, double infinity gauntlet too yeah that was, i like i like that they did it in such a marvel way yeah i was like that was pretty nice <laughs> it's like i just lost it it's kind of nice going back and seeing that because you know there was stuff in that first thor movie i remembered and the like like the mm-hmm. way it looked and stuff mm-hmm. like that i was like man they just got to do something right with this world and they finally did it yeah so there's a lot like, I won't give too much away, but there's a lot. It's like, where does Thor go from here now, though? Because there's yeah. a lot of stuff that changes as far yeah. as for him on a personal level. Yeah. And, like, the end of that movie, I'm just like, okay, so. <laughs> yeah, what's no, it's going to be very interesting to see what future possible Thor sequels could hold. Which there's going to be some interesting stuff coming down the pike. Like, this is the first time that with Marvel, and we've mentioned it before in other episodes. We don't really know what's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that we have, uh, you know, we know the end of phase three, which is Avengers. Mm-hmm. And we know that it's the new one's going to start with Captain Marvel. We know really nothing that's coming down the pike after that. Like, we know there's going to be a Guardians three. Mm-hmm. Other than sequels. Like, we know Guardians yeah. three. We know Spider-Man two. But... I don't know what new stuff's coming down the road. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, we started getting into stuff like Ant-Man and mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Oh, Ant-Man and, and the Wasp, that is coming. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. But, I'm, you know, like you said, not sequels, but as far as just introducing yeah. new characters. Because, I mean, as far as the last group of new characters they tried to introduce, that fell on its face. Which, I mean, we could have talked about this in the news, but depending on what happens we may be able to play with some more characters oh yeah the uh whole thing where fox might sell its movie division to marvel or to disney that could be interesting um the thing is it would be very interesting though because we wouldn't see them for a long time yeah and it's gonna be weird too like you know, I, I was thinking about that. You know, we have a pretty, what, 17 movie established I think MCU, what said, not no. even counting how many shows we've got now. Yeah. You know, S.H.I.E.L.D. does run throughout the course of the current MCU. Yeah, you got S.H.I.E.L.D., then you got five Netflix shows, yeah, which, which Daredevil in multiple seasons, Punisher yeah. coming Friday. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we have an established rules, I guess mm-hmm. you would say. How would you, at this point, how would you even begin to bring the X-Men into it? I wouldn't. No. I want the X-Men back at Marvel so that Marvel, so that the X-Men can be done properly. Mm. I wouldn't even bring them into. Really? Because here's the thing. Here's the problem with the X-Men. You've got all these characters in the Marvel universe that everybody loves Mm. and they all have superpowers. Why do they hate the X-Men? That's a good question. Like, what's the difference between Spider-Man and Cyclops? To the average person, 
nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, why does the you know why does the average Marvel Joe Schmo think that? Oh well, because this kid got bit by a radioactive spider, or this guy is a literal god that is going to possibly make me question my faith and my religion and all this stuff like why should i care that this one dude was born with his superpowers yeah that's true like what's it do so i think that and i'm not even talking about just in the world of like oh well in these movies like that's the same way in the actual comic books Mm. so i think the x-men oddly enough the x-men work better separate on their own to where i can see that. You know, that being said i'd love to see wolverine and you know x-men 4 yeah or or um avengers 4 or whatever that's the only caveat bring in wolverine let him play with the avengers one time mm-hmm. everybody else like i don't like the fact that i i just think it's too hard now fantastic four yeah absolutely those guys need to be incorporated in and we need to take on galactus well, see, like I, avengers 5 needs to be galactus they need to have some like i've always said like if they can get the fantastic four in the mcu the best way to do it would be like something happens and tony it's the one thing tony can't figure out mm-hmm. and he keeps you know trying to get to it and he, he just keeps getting pissed at himself he, he always has a solution to it, but he never brings it up. Right. And he gets mad because he's actually got to go to Reed Richards yeah. for help. And he's pissed. Like he's no longer the smartest like man in the room. Like, he's pissed because he's got to go seek out, you know, one of his yeah. buddies from college that maybe he hates, you know, something like that. Like, they just, like, I just think that would be funny. And yeah. then just, like, nonchalant, just have him, like, yeah, he's been here the whole time, you know, we just, we just, I just don't like do that guy. Him. Yeah. And, like, kind of like how, um, and he's so good at or that. you even like, have a line that's like, really? I didn't need this guy during yeah. New York. Well, I didn't saying. need this guy during. He's so good at brushing over stuff like that because yeah. he did with Spider-Man's origin story. He was just like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, he's the key to, I think, bringing in characters yeah. that they can get back. Like, you just, uh, and, and she kind of did it with what I was talking about with the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, those little subtle jokes can kind of, yeah, they're just like, holes. hey, we understand it's a little wink. Yeah. But here we go. We're just off and running. Yeah. I, and to me, that's one of those things to where, like, that works because I don't think you need the Fantastic Four's origin again. Yeah. You know, third time is not going to be the charm for the Fantastic Four. We do not need an origin. Just bring them into Marvel. Do exactly what they did with Spider-Man. The best thing about Spider-Man Homecoming is we didn't get an origin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not even something that Batman Superman can say. You know, we had to watch the Waynes die again. Yeah. You know, I don't want to watch Uncle Ben die. I don't want to watch the Waynes die. Mm. I mean, I for Batman Superman, I like the way they did it just because it was over in like two minutes. Because it was during the, literally during the credits. It was, but still like, it did aggravate you, me that it was there. If you think about it, though, that could almost have been like the opening to like just credits on a TV show. Yeah. Like that could be like the opening, you know. But um, I did see a poster that I absolutely loved because, you know, Hugh Jackman always said that he would come back and yeah. do um, Wolverine again if he could do Wolverine with the Hulk in some form or fashion. Somebody had actually made a poster. It was Doctor Strange opening a portal and Logan is just standing there looking like, oh, what gotcha. the hell? You know, he's in gear, you know, from the uh, Fox movies. Right. But I was like, oh, that would kind of be cool. 
Yeah, it like was, you said, like Wolverine would be fine. Everybody else, she could start getting a little tricky. The only thing I'm afraid of with Fox possibly selling this, Disney is not going to take the chances Fox has been taking lately. Did you speaking? Of, did you see the guy with Deadpool? Uh-uh. He was like, "Yeah, you guys need to hold off on that until after we get done with Deadpool too." Oh, because apparently he's saying that he's bank. No, he's all not get a rated R. Movie See, like you will not Deadpool will not be made under Disney. No, um, neither will X Force, and you would not get this uh, horror movie version of New Mutants. Well, I mean, like these are just things that wouldn't happen. They could kind of like I don't know, man. I kind of think that they they could still happen because remember when um, Disney would do other movies under like Touchstone and yeah. stuff like that. You might have a division like that willing the to handle only something. Way it could happen. Is if they bring it in and just keep, like they kept the name. Mm. And we're like, no, it's Disney, but we're still calling it Fox Movies mm. and let it run itself well, as what, its own Yeah, entity. that's what I'm saying. Like, but you know, I just don't see it happening. Like, I think that they're so ingrained with Marvel right now. Mm. It, your next X-Men, which, yes, yeah, if my next X-Men movie looked like a Marvel movie, I'd be all right with it. Mm. But I don't think, like, if this happens, you will not get like Deadpool's done. It just crashed me off because we. Or you're going to get PG-13 Deadpool. Yeah. And <laughs> like that's not what anybody wants. It's like we've literally spent years bitching about them not having all their characters, and now there's a possibility we're like, well, maybe. <laughs> you know what? It's, Here's the thing. A Everything worried. before Deadpool. Mm. Yeah, give them back. But they're just finally like, starting to take chances, and these chances are paying off. Mm. Like Deadpool, Logan. And what New Mutants looks like it's going to be. If I was Fox, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? You guys can do anything you want with the characters, except, you know, we're keeping Deadpool and the X-Men to to play with this storyline. You can use the same character. Kind of like how they're going to do with this whole Venom. Well, see, the thing is, though, if this sale happens, that's not going to be how it goes. Oh, really? Like, this is just straight. The, the reason for the sale is Fox is like, we don't want to make movies anymore. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because it's not just uh, giving yeah, the characters back. Like it's straight up, we don't want to make movies anymore. Mm. Do you want our movie studio? Like, at the end of this, Fox is going to be politics and, or news and sports. That's all Fox is going to be. So, so you wouldn't have Fox being a, there to say, oh, we want this because they're not a thing anymore. I just thought of something really funny or interesting. Gotham. Where would that fall in? Because it's part of Fox. I mean, it probably, it would just be. Well, no, that's not the part that Fox would get. Oh, or okay. D- Disney selling their movie studio. Oh, okay. They can't sell the channel because okay. you cannot own two broadcast channels. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, man, that's getting dangerously close to the whole. Uh, <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like, there, it actually, like, antitrust laws prohibit that. You cannot own more than one broadcast network. So they Got can't sell. I was like, Batman's going to be in Avengers 6. <laughs> might actually make me watch Gotham. <laughs> it wouldn't. <laughs> you can't even watch Stranger Things. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to hear this. I've got three episodes of Stranger Things left. A show that you just woke up and watched yesterday. So, no, it wasn't yesterday. <laughs> it's within the last week. Maybe. <laughs> so, I don't want to hear it. So, 
We're going to try to make that the next episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll be Hopefully. done. No, I'll be done Stranger Things by, like, my plan, our plan is to get Stranger Things done by Punisher. Okay. Because I didn't want to have two shows. I forgot about Punisher. So, let's see. We'll, we'll have to do Justice League, Batman, we want to do Batman Two-Face, mm-hmm. and Stranger Things, and Punisher. Mm-hmm. So, here's our next four episodes to give you guys something to look forward to. Yeah. And then sometime we'll, we're getting to the point where we're just going to randomly mention American made one time in an episode and just be wow, like, totally forgot. We saw that. Yeah. Plus we still got some other stuff I need to watch. Like we're getting down to only a month and a half left of the year mm. that I got to start cranking some. See, the bad thing is I'm still on, uh, my brother, my, uh, brother and my friend's movie timeline. Uh, uh they run into March. So you have until March to watch all the 20 this year's movies. Oh, okay. I haven't gotten off of that time frame yet. So I'm like, I've got tons of time. And I'm like, (laughs) no, I've got like a month and a half to go back and watch a bunch of movies. Yeah. So, so, (laughs) so what are we going to do at the end of the year? Top 10? Uh, something like like that, that, which is funny. And like, not to give a little sneak. I, I kind of run through mine the other day, like just on the idea of, cause it's funny. They've been whittling down how they do their, choosing for movies uh-huh. for their awards and it i the way they did it was just twofold did you enjoy it would you watch it again okay my would i watch it again list is very small this year really yeah like there's a bunch of movies i liked mm. i think about half the movies i watched this year i said i liked mm. maybe a quarter i said i'd watch again mm. so that's going to be an interesting little situation. Uh, and we'll see. I, I can't, I'm actually pretty excited to sit down and go over the list and talk about them and break them down. But cool. All right. So, uh, final verdict, as you haven't heard, like we love this movie. I'm probably going to see it once, maybe twice more before it leaves <laughs> theaters and then buy it on Blu-ray the day it comes out. Oh yeah. So, uh, run out to see it if you're a fan of these movies even if you haven't liked thor like like we've both said Mm. he's been the weak link of these movies so far go watch it it's so good uh so for this i've been shane i've been robbie and we'll see you at the movies the goddess of death destroyed your hammer like a piece of glass my hammer I called him. It's quite unique. It was made from this special metal from the heart of a dying star. Every time I threw it, it would always come back to me. I could harness lightning, make energy blasts. And when I spun it really, really fast, it gave me the ability to fly. You rode a hammer? No, I, I didn't ride the hammer. The hammer rode you on your back. No, no, no. I, I used to spin it really fast. It would pull me off the... Oh, my God. The hammer pull you off? The ground. It would pull me off the ground, up into the air, and I would fly. Sounds like you had a pretty special and intimate relationship with this hammer, and that losing it was almost comparable to losing a loved one. It's a nice way of putting it. 